everybody, and welcome to I Saw Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting live from Jane's on Bob's Secret Stash in beautiful Red Bank, New Jersey. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting next to me, uh, not out of breath like me, is Mike Sapsic, everybody. Hello, you Mike ran. Sapsic. Hello. Good morning, everybody. You ran here. You, you ran to get coffee, and you ran back here. I, ran. I, I didn't run. I walked back at a leisurely pace. Um, but you're still uh, out of breath. Yeah, and because you're I, old. Uh, no, I'm out of breath because I got, I got, uh, I got, I, I bumped into uh, Angie from the lingerie store down the street. Oh, that's okay. why I'm out of breath. Perfect. It's right. not because I was running. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah you've met Angie, right? So yeah. you understand, right? Of course. She's yeah, and our unofficial third co-host is uh, Jason Muse, who is streaming in the back of the he store. He is. Here. You'll hear screams of fuck and shit and piss. So yes. you got and kids no, in build, the room. Build faster. Build faster. And, they're, no, I, the, the the storm is gonna get me. Oh no! Yeah. I got sniped. Who got the sniped. fuck let me get killed? Yeah, your your kids are gonna hear some really cool new words. So ironically, those kids are probably playing with them right yeah, now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, it's, he's literally all playing with all like seven year olds right now. It's amazing. getting crushed by them. <laughs> Yeah, Jason Mewes, everybody. Isn't he supposed to be making a movie? <laughs> like <laughs> he's multitasking. Leave the guy alone. Really? And, so yeah. I guess I said. I, I mean, I assume he's not shooting today. Yeah. Well, I don't see you making too many movies, man. No, I, we made a movie. We uh, we were we were part. We we helped. We helped. We yes, helped. that's true. We but helped. He's, his this is on his shoulder. So well, it is. So what's he doing here? Though. Is what I'm asking. He's multitasking. I told you, he's doing okay. a whole bunch of stuff, folks, and he's staying in touch with his fans. Okay. Which is what we're doing here today. Yeah. Same thing. So he's he's got as as much of a claim on this space as us. You're like, why has he got to scream so many profanities? I hear you. Uh, you are such a. It's because it's historic. Because his name's on on the the sign. And That's does why. he remind you of that constantly? No. No. Of course not. No. Jason. It never. He never brings that to the, up not the to fact me, that nope. uh, he says, "Hey, man." Hey, can I take this? No, my name's on the store. Oh, well, I, I mean, what what do you say to that? Uh, what do you, you can't say anything. You say yes, sir, no, sir, and anything you say, sir. Right. Okay. So, um. Well, in the past, he would go through the store and just claim things, right? Like, like, um, like Walking Dead. Remember, like, claimed, claimed. No, he Does no, he, he do doesn't that do anymore. That. No. no. Okay. Yeah, he's. I mean, technically, this is. He's got the world's largest comic book collection. So, I mean, think about it. Right. Back issues, so, new yeah. issues, statues. Um, I did come in last week, and I saw an item. I was like, holy crap! Where did this come from? It was. Um, you know, I love GI Joe, right? You, you absolutely adore GI Joe. There was a there was a playset, a GI Joe playset yes. that I only saw once in my entire life. Yes, it was a Sears exclusive Cobra base. Yes, and I only saw it once in my it's, life. And you can see it again because if you turn your head slightly to the left, you and can it came see in, it. And it was here. What's the story behind that? It's and how Jason much is Muses, it? And, and how do I get it? Jason Muses, and uh, we will work out a deal. You, you gotta, you gotta be. You know, we'll work out a deal. I remember I, I begged my mom for it, and she's like, oh, you know, you can get that later. Yeah, your and mom's smart. I never saw it again. No, we can get that later after we, you know, after six weeks, and hopefully you'll forget about it. I'm not going to. I no, forget about no, it. In my, in, wow, how old am I? 47? I know. You're, I haven't well, forgotten about it in 40 years. Well, mom. I just never saw it mom again. Mom was semi-smart about that. Well, it was mom. Mom was really smart about that. So yeah. Although I looked into it, um, that's actually a San Diego Comic Con uh, like reissue. Yeah, it's exclusive. a reissue, but it's still pretty nice. I know. Now here's a here's a 
uh, can you go to our uh, our feed and um, yes. go to Aristotle John? Okay, Mike. As a child of the '80s, what did you think of Donna Dixon's butthole? I. What do I think? I. I how um, dare you talk that way about Dan Aykroyd's Mrs. wife? Mrs. Aykroyd, how dare you, Aristotle yes. John? Uh, what do, you do I opinion? think of it? What's your opinion? I. What What's the news about it? Not, Did oh. she just show it, or is? No, they mentioned on Tell Him Steve Dave, and uh, I think Sa- I, it was actually Sal Volcano that brought it up. So what do you say? Uh, that um, that it, it must have been as nice as the rest of her. I would assume, yeah. Okay, so do you I wouldn't think it was like all your, banged your, up. Your opinion? I think that Sal <laughs> why, is probably why do you assume absolutely that? Great. Why do you assume that, Mike? Why would I assume that? Sure. Because you Mr. know Dan Aykroyd, you know you. you <laughs> do you think Dan Aykroyd's out there wrecking uh, her her butt? Is is that what you're saying? Did, you're going on record they're, as saying they're, they're married. He's you know they're consenting adults. They can do whatever they want. They can, but I still think it's probably <laughs> as beautiful as she is. Yes. Okay, that's your okay. That's your. That's your I opinion. I had a huge crush on Donna Dixon growing so, up. So I thought no, she was fantastic. No questions about comic books. No, like, hey Mike, what did you think about you know? Uh, no, Mike, what did you think about Suicide Squad? No, no, no. no it was mostly actually, I went to see um, Black Widow. Oh, I actually the saw it in the theaters. Yes, and? I went back to the theater after and? a year and a half. It was okay. <laughs> really, it was uh, it was it was okay. That's the only. Th- there were so many plot holes in this thing. You could drive a truck through it, and I think she deserved better. I think that Scarlett Johansson's character deserved much better than what she got. Right. I think so. the focus on is on Yelena now, right? So uh, d- that I didn't mind, and you can do that. You. They did it in the comics. They they had her, be, you know, stepping up to become the next Black Widow. And why wouldn't they? You know, if your character, let's say the Black Widow defects to America and yes. you're Russia, you're like, fill her, fill that slot. Much like Sal Volcano is probably saying about Donna Dixon's butthole. Oh, fill yeah. that slot. Um, I believe he did imply that, yes. Him uh, and, and Brian Q. Quinn. I have Both no, of them. Oh, I, those jokers. Oh, those impractical jokers. Oh, those jokers. jokers. Um, yeah. Well, there there you go. Um, not only to uh, whoever asked that, uh, Aristotle, John, but to everybody, now you know Mike's uh, official stance on that. So, Mike. <laughs> so, uh, so, Mike, what is your uh, savoring George Perez piece? Savoring? I'm, favorite. I'm oh, thinking favorite, you meant yeah. favorite George Perez What is Perez your piece? favorite George Perez piece? Uh, my f- um the favorite thing that George Perez has ever done is the JLA Avengers. I mean, bar none, that was a piece of amazingness. I, I mean, there is no words to to say. And I've got a sneaky, sneaky little. Uh, there's a sneaky bastard coming up on. You were gonna throw something. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that, that's all right. I just I would have taken yours as a replacement. Your uh, your freaking alien wear back there. I'll, that's I'll take that. I'll take that as, as a as a make as a. Uh, reparations, reparations, I guess. Well, reparations. Yeah. Oh my God, man, yeah. Shannon. Um. So we shot Cler- Day on Clerks three last week. Um. What'd you think? It was opinion? great. I, it was great. I mean, you. Again, it's you want my opinion. I yes. thought it was great. I, I I love watching Kevin work. It's fun. Yeah, that was uh, your second time on a Kevin Smith set. Yes, it was. And uh, what'd you think of your performance? Were you were you happy with it? We had no, as we had no lines. Sure, we yes. started to perform. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I was standing right behind Kevin Smith. Wow. So, I mean, the camera was kind of on me a lot. So I was like, I, I love it. I had to make sure that my zipper was up. It was, you know. Was, and was it? Uh, for most of the time, yes. Okay. And you're. <laughs> well, you're... my Ben Affleck and going to give you the uh, the herpes? What's going on? It's. I think it's happened to me and him, so. Okay. Yeah. 
But you were happy with their performance. You weren't like, um, like, dang, no, can we shoot that again? I wasn't, I want to try that That's, again. That's, yeah, I yelled out cut. That? I yelled cut a couple times. Brian was standing next to me and he was like whispering shit while I was doing it and we were supposed to look. Oh, he was uh, trying to make you somber. break? Yeah. He was trying to make you break? Yeah. Well, like what, can you, like example? No, no can't do it. Really? No. It was that vulgar? No, no, it would, um, it'd spoil the scene, man. Yeah. Spoiler alert, man. Come on. Why would it spoil the scene? Spoiled. I thought scene. you said there were no lines. There were no lines, but when he was like, you know, saying stuff. Right. I so can we see what... you like subtly, like your lip quivering? And oh, for, like, for... or are you like, like you did, you were no. trying not to laugh? No. no. Can you see like your your belly? You know. No. no. <laughs> so it didn't work. Is what you're telling me? It didn't work. No. Okay. Brian's good. He's not that good. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Well, you had a good time. Now, uh, like, I did. You'll How be... about you? You had um, like you ate three meals, so that was pretty impressive. Oh yeah, did you? They, we got fed afterwards. Did yeah. you stick around for? You did. You were there. Yeah, you, you got. You got. Yeah, you I, got. I. We ate, and you had like three meals. That was nice. Well, uh, I didn't know we were getting paid, so I'm like, well, dude, I'm gonna take all the food that I can get. So I was grabbing like Airheads. Yeah, you were. I was like, hey, you man, loaded this, down. It was like, is this Coke free? Like, yeah. No, uh, is pe- yeah, is this Pepsi free? No, what is this, 1980? Come on, get the hell out of here, kid. Yeah, and I was like, hey, man, you got any, like, do you have any more peanuts? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, when, when they feed you, like, you know, we got this, we got this. I'm like, dude, give me all give me all of it. Yeah, I ate like a king, man. It was, it was great. I, I hope we get to go back. So I think, do you think we just go back and eat now? Like, they know, it's like, you know when you get, when your friend gets you into the club? Right, and, and then now they, back. Yeah, they know you, you it's... Never, you never wash the hand with the stamp on right. it. Right, don't wash the yeah, stamp, wash the, first of all. Yeah. And then, like, they, they, they know you because he's vouched for you, and then yeah. you can go back as much as you want. I suppose. I they, did they, that they over back. at um, Brannigan's when I was, like, 19. I went in with a friend who was, like, 20, and he knew the bartender. Right. And um, then I went in there on my 21st birthday after going there for two years, and they're like, you've been lying to us for two years? I'm like... Yeah, I mean, come on, you were serving me. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you were right. It's it's fun watching Kevin direct. It is. It's a lot fun of fun watching Kevin direct. Uh, that and we had spies. There were spies on set twice. Uh, it was so yeah. We're we're uh, you know you can't describe the scene. It's very spoilerific. But at one point, you know, they're rolling the camera and we hear the the buzz. Uh, yeah. The wine. Uh, somebody flew a drone overhead. Someone was flying a drone. Somebody so we were all really, scattering. really wanted to see what was going. Yeah. So they're, you know, they didn't want to ruin the scene. So, uh, you know, we, we kind of we took shelter, I guess. We took shelter. Um, but then, you know, people are like, "Well, what do you do about that?" And you know, the you usually don't carry around a firearm or anything. Then not Brian did. Yeah, <laughs> Brian, yeah, was Brian. Firing. Bam, bam. Brian was firing like indiscriminately into the sky. Yeah, but Brian has shaky hands because he's on medication. Yeah. So um, him with a gun is not accurate. Uh, but at one point, you had a water bottle. You're like, I bet I could hit that thing. I could have. You bet I could hit that thing. It was I like could've. 300 feet away. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen you try. It'd be like, <laughs> like, like the drone is up here. Like, like Actually, you know, the drone comes down and starts and like. Then you start getting mad and you try again. It's even worse because your your arm's all tired. Oh, my arm. Yeah, that was weird, though. That People yeah. go to that great yeah. length. It's pretty amazing. And it appeared quickly. So I have to assume it, they were professionals. Maybe a, 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 like a like TMZ, TMZ or you know some kind of like New York Post, some kind of outlet like that. New York Post, wow, okay. Like I don't think it was kids in the neighborhood. No, uh, I don't think so. Although you know drones are you know consumer grade, you know they're pretty inexpensive, so um, it could have been. But I have to assume it was some kind of news outlet. But what's the protocol? Can they? Can are you allowed? Have you? Can are you allowed to? 
have like a non-lethal firearm to knock things like that out. Why not? So what are the legal? Is that considered a non-lethal firearm? Yeah, actually, it is trespassing, and it's um, I think it's theft of intellectual property. All right, right on. So yeah, theft of intellectual property. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's theft of intellectual property when right, you think about right. it. It's You mean like when I bootlegged Batman 66? Yes, and is the statute of limitations up for that? Yes, Probably it not. is. So, well, they maybe. Have, they have no proof. No concrete proof. I don't know who just sell it to. You could have sold it to William Dozer. Dozer. Oh, one of the uh, Yeah, one of the producers <laughs> from Batman. Some I'm old sure. dude came in. I'm sure he doesn't mind. No. I'm sure he does. I'm sure, I'm they, sure he's, he's got like, enough money. Like, I want oh. I want that 50 bucks from Ming Chen. He, oh, he's like, man, that guy's on comic book. He's rich. He's got that comic book, man, money. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the old producer's home out in Hollywood. Give me my money, Ming Chen. Right. He's that He's that mad. He's so, that guy. Um, so we have a guest today. He's, uh, he's That's fantastic. Why don't, we, why don't now. we bring him on? Uh, we have Rich Davis from Cult of Dracula. Do this have, is uh, awesome. Rich, are you ready? All right. He's, uh, here, let's bring him on here. Rich, what's up? Uh, oops, sorry. There. What's up, Rich? Listen to this guy. Yeah. No, not you, Ming. Ming's like, uh, oh, I can't <laughs> even hear. What's going on? Uh, we were so uh, you you work with two very very good friends of ours, uh, Tom Baum from Blue Juice Comics and Jerry Corita, who uh, what was his title on the first season? Like supervising producer, supervising producer, or yeah, something like that. So you're actually willing to call Jerry a friend, okay? Well, I know how this is going to go I today. Seen him in, like, <laughs> I haven't seen him in five years, so yeah, that's about right for me. Yeah, though, that's that's how often I see my friends. So oh, um, no, Jerry's a good, a really good guy. I met him. Uh, we were filming um, uh, a show for Netflix. I'm not sure if I can say the name of it. So, but anyway, we we met on a set and. Um, uh, became pretty good friends, and uh, now we're working together on uh, Cult of Dracula. So very cool, pretty exciting. Is that yeah. how you got connected on the on the set of that uh, that show? And um, you're like, you're yeah. like, wait, it's like, it's like, wait a minute, you you uh, you write you you write and create comics. It's like I used to yeah. work on a show. I used about to yeah. comics. Uh, I basically <laughs> I was the architect of that show. I'm, yes. so, I'm responsible for the success of that. I'm show. that guy. I yeah. did it. I created that show. I'm looking for uh, Jerry Corita's um, his, his name in the credits, and I'm not seeing him. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, we didn't give him credit on the comic. He's going to get credit on the uh, the film project that we're working on together. Ooh, um, very nice. So, okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah. congratulations on all the success. This has become, dare I say, a cult phenomenon uh, as indie. <laughs> Indie comics generally do, um, and I, I was just doing our previews orders for Jay and Silent Bob Secret Station. You order issue six. Uh, I'm ordering the trade paperbacks. Uh, I'm ordering multiples of the trade paperbacks, which for me is big. So actually, for the store, you should, uh, you should order issue six before it sells out. There's a there's a major first appearance in there. It's already been leaked out there on Key Collector and all that. Um, but yeah, for any retailers that are listening, uh, you are going to want to increase your orders for six. Um, Call the Dracula six. You can still get some from Diamond. It releases at the end of this month. But we're introducing a really big character who's going to play a major role in Volume 2 of the saga. And then she'll also be a, um, an influential character in the television adaptation. Big, too, is, so. is, is it Roseanne Barr? It's big? It could be Roseanne Barr. It could totally be Roseanne. <laughs> okay. It's not Roseanne, though. Thank you. But it could be. That it was could very be. nice. Is not Roseanne, Mike. Oh, chiming in, Jerry Creator. Good Jerry, morning. Jerry Creator. good morning, boys. Yeah, He's here yeah. to make sure we don't screw this up. Well, yeah. Yep, he's yeah. gonna make sure I don't say something I'm not supposed to. 
Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he was real good at that on Comic Book Man. Yeah. So, so are you a fan of the the occult and uh, uh, you know uh, blood sucking vampires and and <laughs> Dracula? Yeah, and- you know, um, I am a, I'm an I'm an aspiring um, cultist myself, but I know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, always been a big vampire fan uh, my whole life. They I, vampires have just always resonated with me, and um, I've kind of had this curiosity about cults since I watched uh, the movie Helter Skelter. Um, I was probably. 12 years old and that movie to this day still scares the absolute hell out of me late bloomer um, oh come on i watched that when i was like six and it was on no, abc I, man that was that was just a I, great movie yeah and, and a so good song. that that's always been in my mind and so as when i decided to start writing cult of dracula i really wanted to kind of combine those two things vampires and cults and charles manson so um so cult of dracula takes the original dracula myth and sets it inside of a manson family inspired cult and i'm going to be completely honest because i for as much as i'd seen dracula movies my favorite uh dracula was jack palance I mean, no okay. lie. He was a ma- he did a, a made-for-TV movie of Dracula. Curly from uh, yes. Oh, he was fantastic because I'm like, he ne- whenever he smiles, you'll notice he never shows his teeth. So I'm like, that dude could actually have vampire teeth. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Well, I'm like six years old watching this, going, that dude doesn't show his teeth ever, and in anything I'd ever <laughs> seen him in, never saw his teeth. So you're like, all right. Yeah, legitimately could be a vampire. And did you ever see him during the day? No, I never did. No, so that's yeah, a good point. He could totally be a vampire. Exactly, he was he only on in prime time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I um, we were trying to we we were just, I think I was just trying to figure out like right issue or issue right off the bat. They're, they're dead children. Like it's like yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, it's like dead babies, and uh, you know, not to turn anybody off who hasn't read this, but you know, because it ties into the story. But there's like there's immediate death, like right in right off the bat. Well, yeah, like, you well, got to smack him in the face. This guy, this is awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Ming Chen wants to join your cult. <laughs> We're accepting memberships. Thank you, Rich. That's uh, if you can give Ming the platinum <laughs> membership, he would truly appreciate it. Yeah, just so sure yeah, it's, tied in this, it's tied in the story. It's not like just there yeah, for this for lima. Shock. This lima bean looks like Dracula for Jack shock mm-hmm. value. It beheaded women. By, I mean, <laughs> maybe. I'm yeah, sorry. we um, we don't shy away from the horror in Cult of Dracula. I I'm a huge horror fan myself, and I wanted to write something that. Um, you know, horror fans could kind of claim as their own and be um, be proud of. And horror fans are some of the best fans in the world. When they love something, they love it to death. And um, so, yeah, I wanted to create a really true, true to form horror story. Um, the Cult of Dracula is very inspired by uh, Toby Hooper films, uh, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw. And so I wanted to give that kind of gory Southern Gothic motif with it. So, yeah, we start right out of the gate. I mean, you get you get dead children, you get beheaded women, you get, you know, uh, you get a church full of people who have been brutally murdered and um, and an FBI agent who showed up uh, thinking that this was a Jonestown style suicide. 
And when he gets there, he's like, holy hell, something really bad happened. Here. You can so, actually curse. You can say, holy shit. Okay. Like. So, okay. Cool. I, I didn't know. I didn't. Sometimes I have to censor myself because no. I, I have kind of a sailor mouth. That's fine. So do we. Um, yeah, but, you've, you've met, you, you've, you've watched Kevin Smith movie, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we're good. Oh, here. Yeah. And you've met Jerry. So <laughs> oh, you've um, met Jerry, yeah. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing. I've, I had never read Dracula. As much really? as I love, I had up until this point in my life, I'd read uh, excerpts of Dracula. It was never required reading in, in any, and I've taken um, literature of the occult courses, and it was never, wow. I'd, I had to read uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Yeah, but I'd never read Dracula, and uh, I finally sat, well, sat down, uh, I, I got it on Audible, and I listened to the Tim Curry and Alan Cummings um, version. Great audiobook. Fantastic audiobook. I didn't, you know, and of course I know all the major characters, but there were times when uh, Dracula dragged because Bram Stoker was um, getting paid by the uh, word, sort of. <laughs> right. Uh, that's that's how they made their money back then. Half, half a yeah. pence per word. Nice. So, um, and, and it was always such an old stodgy, you know, you watch you watch any Dracula, even like one of the Hammer films. You're like, yeah, I know Dracula. I'm I'm, I'm right. familiar with the, the the Dracula mythos, but to sit down and listen to it is very jarring. And I I'm amazed how uh, incredibly sexist the, the. I mean, it was a book of its time, but like <laughs> putting it towards you know you know stuff that goes on now you're like wow these guys are incredibly sexist but there was the more mores of uh, like victorian england so it you know do you give it a pass it's it's a classic piece of literature so i guess you do yeah but, uh, and it was written stoker originally intended dracula to be a critique on the hypocrisy of uh, victorian sexual mores because um you know it was a time period when um you know in society people were condemning promiscuity and homosexuality mm -hmm. but then at night um, all of the, you know, the lords and the high society people, they were dressing up as women in Molly houses and just having debauched drunken evenings. Um, so uh, Stoker wanted to kind of uh, expose that a bit. And so Dracula is, is a pretty harsh critique on Victorian society um, and the way the brides are represented. You know, uh, they're uh, they're meant to represent all the things that men should be afraid of um, from women. You know, you know, voluptuous and sexually aggressive, and uh, and then, um, but also very desirable and sexy. So it's a Dracula is a it's a very complex and interesting book. Um, I've I've read it dozens of times and absolutely adore it every time. Yeah, you can you can find something new every time. We see the influence in the book. Yeah. Oh, very much so. I mean. It's that's that's why I bring this up because uh, this book is is fantastic. You've got all the the characters, but placed in this, you know, uh, mm -hmm. our our society now, which I think is pretty interesting. One of the things that I love most about, um, well, I, I I dig this. I saw this in previous when I was oh, doing. Grab it. Yeah. dude, flash it up. Uh, of that, course. That, 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 the, I've, been, the, I've been flashing this the up. Covers have yeah, been amazing, a, yeah. by the way. Yeah, they, these are great Shannon covers. Mayer, man, such a brilliant artist. Yeah, I've been, um, you know, when when I first saw it in previews, I was like, oh, we got to have that. 
we got to have that. And you keep selling out here. So yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, you nice. saw like Draku and like yeah. done order. Yeah. And I, like saw cult. I, I saw Cult. <laughs> cult. I'm like, I'm joining up. Yep. Which master do I serve this week? That's that's awesome. Um, Give your soul to Rich. I would. Yeah. yeah I, you know, why, why the hell not? You yeah. know, um, I promise to take good care of it. Probably better care than I've been taking. So good for you. Don't, uh, don't sell it for elf pogs. Yeah. No, you can sell it for elf pogs because elf's back in pog form. That's right. Um, but that's um, the whole when you said like vampires, you've always connected to them. And I. I've always been fascinated by vampires too. I I had, I don't know if you remember the the scholastic fairs that you know we had in school. Oh yeah, yeah. They used to have like vampire. Um, they had a vampire encyclopedia at this one school fair I went to. I'm like, I gotta have that. So you know, yeah. that was the one I bought. And I'm like nine years old reading at you know I, I read it at the beach. I'm sitting there reading. Right, the vampire. The vampire and yeah. out in the broad daylight. Yeah, out in the broad daylight. <laughs> okay. I never wanted to be a vampire. Well, this this also talked about um fictional and you know, uh historic vampires, like okay. people who like Peter Curtin and uh Elizabeth Bathory and yeah. You know, the Chinese vampires and you know, um how OCD they were, which is really mm-hmm. weird. I I thought was kind of I don't know, a little bit. That's where racist. the myth of a vampire has to count uh, the, the grains of rice comes from. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because if yeah. you scatter rice at uh, the foot of a suspected vampire's grave, right. they will die because they have to count all the rice. It's like Rain Man as Dracula. So, <laughs> oh, I got plenty of rice in my cupboard, so <laughs> wow. I think I should be fine. I, yeah, um, you're, you're protected from vampires. Yeah. No, no, you can. I, I've been scattering it because I think the Ming's a vampire. Did you say you wanted um, to be a vampire though? No, I never wanted to be okay. a vampire. I wanted to protect myself against becoming a vampire. I'm like, that would suck. Like I, literally. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, it it would. Well, okay. It would blow. Uh, there you go. It it would it would not be a pleasant existence in my opinion, even with the strength of like. 20 men and you know super speed and you know becoming a real life you could become a real life superhero right you know and uh, i think there have been a couple of um recent pop culture uh for you know um yeah forays into uh vampires trying to be good like uh forever mm-hmm. night remember forever night? yeah yeah and angel oh, yeah. you know angel and you know <laughs> angel the twilight movies so yeah the disco ball movie. Yes, those suck. <laughs> they they live. They don't literally suck. They're they're just, you know, it's it's what teen porn. So yeah, if yeah. you sparkle in the sun, you're a disco ball. If you turn to ash in the sun, you're a vampire. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say you're a reverse vampire. You go to bed at like seven thirty, so like that'll definitely protect you from. Yeah, pretty much. From, you uh, know, <laughs> from, from running into any vampires. Not if I go up to Alaska, because that's like sunrise sometimes you know <sighs> yeah uh your publisher source source point uh great friends of yeah. ours uh i'm i'm from i'm a michigan native so uh we we, lo- we love them greatly um how, what's it like working with them uh it looks like they've given you pretty much complete freedom and uh you don't have any editors breathing down your neck although i feel like that's probably always the case but um yeah but uh what's it been like working with source point SourcePoint has been incredible to work with. Um, you know, I started at a at a smaller publisher, um, and the book was extremely successful with them. We just got issue one out 
issue one sold so many copies that they literally couldn't afford to publish wow. issue two. So <laughs> you it, bankrupted it them. them uh, well, it just took everybody surprise by surprise, and they didn't have the infrastructure set up or the or the distribution to handle you know ten, twelve thousand. Uh, units for a book nobody ever heard of. And so they were very honest and um, open and explained that to me like, hey, we can't afford to do this. So they help, you know, they were, they allowed me to shop it to other publishers and moving to SourcePoint Press was absolutely the best decision I could have made. Um, Jacob, Travis, Chris, Josh, those guys over there, yep. everything that they promised me, they have delivered. And they have gone to the mats to support and promote the book. And, you know, that's why we're closing in on somewhere near 125,000 total units <laughs> sold. So, um, I mean, we're, it, it, they, I, I couldn't be happier working with those guys. Uh, they love the book. They support it. Um, they do, uh, they encourage uh, me to go where I want to go with it. So I could just tell the story the way I want to. Um, and, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't really meddle or interfere, but they're always there to offer the editorial advice. So, um, yeah, I, I could not be happier, uh, than I am working with uh, source point press right now. That's awesome. So, but not to gloss over the point, you are George Lucas bankrupting poor Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> So I mean, yeah. If you want to say that, that's I'm not going to compare myself to to George. But. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, People okay. compare me to compare, George compare all the time. George Lucas. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Is that okay. the analogy? Yeah. This is his like THX one one three eight. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then, no, <laughs> it's it's really cool, and it'll gain ground going forward. But are you drinking booze? You should no, water out of a out no, of a witcher. No, um, dude, you no, should be drinking vodka. You know, and, and come on, you're supposed to be a morning. writer. Why aren't you shooting things with your Winchester? That it's vodka. I mean, come on! I got a reputation well, here. Well, you got to be, you know, at, at least be honest with us. You're like, yeah, it's vodka. Yeah, Mike, those writers that <laughs> yeah. drink vodka at nine in the morning—it really worked out well for them, didn't it? Well, look at Hemingway. Yeah. I mean, granted, he had a very sad end, but I mean, sure. he was Stein pretty popular Steinbeck, for a while. Uh, Steinbeck, yeah. <laughs> How about all the ones that like, didn't make it? It's like five o'clock in Australia right now, right? Oh so yeah, guess, it, it could be booze. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> So what do you got coming up on the horizon? So uh, well, Cult of Dracula, I had assumed, was just a limited run, but you're going. Yeah. Um, so when I when I devised uh, Cult of Dracula, I wrote it two ways. It could either be one story of six issues, um, and you'd get a beginning, a middle, and an end, mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully a very satisfying ending. Or it could be three volumes of six issues apiece. And when I pitched it to source point i said it's got to be one or three it can't be two it can't be four it's got to be one or three and so they were uh they were hesitant at first um you know because again i'm nobody and um so i bring the book to them and they said well, we're going to green light the first volume and we'll have an option to do volumes two and three um and based on success of number one well before issue one hit the shelves through source point the pre-sales were already so high um, that source point said, yeah, we're going to green light volumes two and three. Um, so I'm currently working on rise of Dracula, which is a uh, volume two. Um, it'll come out in December of this year. It's going to be in the, uh, October previews. Um, and then, um, following that will be reign of Dracula. Um, okay. and so it's kind of, it's a kind of a three part, um, uh, saga following the evolution of the Dracula, the modern Dracula character. Um, so I'm very, very happy that SourcePoint um, uh, sales were good enough for SourcePoint to greenlight uh, both volumes. 
Yeah, not only that. So uh, did I hear a rumor of a eight-page New York Comic Con preview? Uh, is that for the second yes. volume? Yeah, uh, that's going to be. Uh, we are at New York Comic Con. Uh, I'm going to be a guest there. Um, actually, um, I think I safe for me to say if it's not. Oh well. Um, the Cult of Dracula number one cover that's in the background here. Yes. Uh, that, that's going to be the New York Comic Con badge art for uh, the Friday badge. Okay. And we are gonna we are gonna have a um, a an ash can preview. Um, for Rise of Dracula um, for New York Comic Con attendees, so it's going to be going to be pretty cool. I've been uh, really, I just got some art from Quis Calzada um, for the pages. It's gorgeous. Um, it's uh, it's a completely different tone than Cult of Dracula. If Cult of Dracula was a Toby Hooper film, Rise of Dracula would be a John Carpenter film. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> oh, that's so, cool. No, that hey, that's, yeah. what a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah, he so did it's, all it's right. cool, man. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And Puis's art, Puis Calzada, um, is just killing the artwork. Um, it, beautiful, beautiful pencils. Um, and uh, yeah, I couldn't be happier. I'm really excited for people to see um, where we go uh, with Rise of Dracula. That's cool. And then all you know, I mean, potentially all New York Comic Con attendees will will have this Ashcan eight page preview in their hands. On the uh, you know the world's greatest comic book stage, I guess you could say. Absolutely, you could. yeah. Uh, do you? I, I never imagined I would be yeah. uh, you know attending New York Comic Con, let alone have my book as one of the uh, you know one of the, the prizes or whatever. I mean, you know that blows my mind to this day. You know, we have a question from the audience. Yes, um, uh, I heard a rumor of another horror short story that Richard's doing for New York Comic Con. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Uh, is, Can uh, you elaborate on that, yes. Richard? Yeah. Um, so I wrote a short story called Embalming Day. Um, it's basically <laughs> Groundhog's Day in a morgue. Um, and uh, so it's this little kind of, it started as kind of a quirky, weird horror thing. And um, so Blue Juice Comics wanted to uh, publish it um, as a little small ash can preview of um, uh, an anthology series they're working on called The Attic. And um, so decided to, you know, to go with that. And so that'll also be available at New York Comic Con. I'm going to have two ash cans. Very at, cool. Uh, oh, wow. Congrats. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like I've snuck into this, like, really cool party, and I'm just waiting for somebody to figure out I don't belong and kick me out. Uh, yeah, look um, at look yeah, look 20 at, years, buddy. Look 20 at who years and, I've been waiting. And, and, yeah, and look at who you're looking at, yeah, exactly. by the way. <laughs> I feel like right. That's the, my first thought when I wake up. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what the yeah, hell? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's good, the good. first and last time I will ever use that. Good job, line. Mike. I don't, I don't believe you, but that's true. <laughs> no, you'll use it again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Danny Wars is no secret. Everyone in the comic industry feels that way. Is that true? I believe so. That uh, yeah. Oh my God, is that that's Danny? Hello, Danny. Danny from Valiant Comics. Oh, hey, yes. oh, what's hello, up, Danny? Danny. Hey, Danny, what's up? What's going on? How we doing? Awesome. <laughs> It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a popular sentiment, I guess. Uh, I, yeah. I yeah, I think so. People are like they, you know, pinch me, pinch me, wake me up. Well, Whatever. I mean, we're like what, for real, man. I, you know, like I feel like I'm one step below. People are like, uh, people are like, oh, comics. Like, do you do you do you draw them? Do you write them? Like, no, no I just I, I like them. I read them. I'm, I'm known for liking them. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's pretty much it. I talk about them a lot. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, so you have no talent at all. I'm like, no, no. I'm no like, you oh, can like, say I sell comics. So, and they're like. Oh, is that that? 
So what you do is like that shitty podcast that's on Kevin's network. Gotcha. Right. So okay. you talk about like more talented people. You interview more talented people. Yeah, pretty people, much. Um, which I'm fine with. Like I, I if uh, if um, yeah, if I get to do that, I'm fine with that. Like oh I don't, yeah, hell yeah, I don't have the. You know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did they get you a booth number yet? Do you have, do you know where you're gonna be? Um, I'm going to be, I don't have the number, okay. but I'm going to be at the source, at the source Connect press booth. Most of the time. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. They're, I mean, they're, and, they're not hard to find. No. They're pretty. Yeah. It's a, it's a big setup. Um, and then I'm going to do some signing, um, like an hour here and an hour there with, um, uh, with blue juice and with comic mint. And, uh, I think Shannon and I are going to do a signing with comic mint together, Shannon mayor. Um, and then a couple of other uh, places. I'll be like an hour here, hour there. Um, but most of the time, you can find me at the Source Point Press booth. That's awesome. And uh, cool. yeah, uh, Blue Juice, they got pretty prominent uh, spaces yeah, they're, here. They're, they're, they're pretty like, big. Yeah. They're right by like the Marvel booth. And uh, yeah, yeah and- when they're not getting kicked out almost of New York Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, a long-running inside it's, joke. It's an inside joke, folks. Which but if we, you know we, the joke, <laughs> it's funny as hell. We, we may elaborate that on, on someday. Uh, well, awesome. I'll, um, I'll, I will see you there for sure. I always make. I mean, now you know. Now I make it a point to go all four days. Yeah, he goes uh, all four days. I'm tethered here, but uh, Rich, I would love to have you down. Give you a VIP tour of the secret stash. Oh the yeah, new you're, you're always secret stash. Here. Where are you based out of? I am in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, wow! So, it's uh, a yeah. Knoxville is a beautiful city. I visited in uh, August 2019. I saw um, the Sun Sphere, aka the Wig Tower. Yeah, from the Wig the Tower Simpsons. from the yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> we're, man, we're yeah. all we're chock full of Simpsons <laughs> references know, I, today. I went up in that. There's the Peter Kern Library, which is a speakeasy inside of a hotel there, which is a great place. Um, yeah, Knoxville is a hell of a town. My there. brother went to University in Knoxville, ten, uh, not, uh, University of Tennessee, Knoxville. So yeah, I'm, go, go Vols. Balls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm on. Uh, I'm a huge Tennessee Vols. Actually, in Cult of Dracula, uh, Cult of Dracula is set in uh, Tennessee. Um, so you'll notice a lot of reference. Because I grew up in a little town called Sparta, Tennessee, uh, which is dead middle of the state, dead middle of nowhere. But it's an awesome town to, to live in. But um, so you'll see a lot of Tennessee references like uh, in issue five, uh, Mina Murray, uh, one of the lead characters. She's wearing a, a UT sweatshirt. Um, you know, there's just little, little Easter eggs like that. So, you know, have to, have to represent my, uh, my hometown, my home state and my favorite, do. uh, favorite football team. That's fantastic. My brother's, um, you'll like this. Okay. My brother's, mm-hmm. uh, roommate in college was, uh, the stepson of Roy Clark. The, oh, the actor wow. or the musician, the musician actor? slash actor, yeah, yeah. Uh, p- pitchman too, right? He was also a pitchman. Yeah, yeah. Roy Clark, man. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's that's yeah. our Roy Clark. Uh, hee haw. Yes, he uh, he hee haw. Hee haw. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Uh, Jerry Creed, that's if lo- if loving son comics is wrong, Tom Mom doesn't want to be right. All in caps. All in Thank caps. You. He's, yeah, Jerry's out there screaming. Yeah, Tom Mom would be here, but uh, he 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 was up too up too late last night losing in poker. Yeah, online that's poker. Uh, oh my god, online poker. <laughs> online <laughs> poker. Why did he even bother going to sleep? Yeah. So you um you no chance of maybe stopping up at New York Sunday maybe. I could try, but um that means I, I would <laughs> that means no. Um no, most, I know. I, I most mean, times I am tethered here because people who who can't get tickets to um New York New York Comic Con. 
make a trek down here. Yeah, or the people who do get tickets up there, they're like, oh, they'll come down. Yeah, or they'll come um, down. They'll so come we're, we're usually swamped. Swamped, I tell you. It's a nice um, side effect. Well, yeah, it's a we'll great side effect. plenty of copies of Cult of Dracula for them? Yeah, we will. Okay. Uh, and uh, wow, I'm, I'm trying to think. The trade paperback comes out in October, correct? Or Hollow, yeah, it comes out Halloween weekend. So perfect timing okay. on that. Fantastic. Um, you so know, I'll be getting yeah. those. I'll be getting plenty of those. Uh, Good. So I'll have them on hand. And uh, yeah, come on down. It and, looks gorgeous. It, the, the trade looks gorgeous. I, yeah. uh, I mean, it really, really does. So I'm I'm super happy about that. It and, said uh, not final we, art, but I was like, yeah, that looks good. And, yeah. um, if, if I come, if I see it, Source Point or the Blue Juice booth, um, is there an autograph limit? Like uh, if Mike sends me with nah. like a pile of uh, <laughs> like a, a gross of like. No, I'm not going to send them. <laughs> you're they get damaged. You, you're horrible about like transporting stuff. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, that's I'll, why I'm saying, Rich, the VIP tour. I'll take you out to lunch. I'll be signing some comics. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Or just invite me to come to the secret stash you, to do a do a signing for your customers, dude. I, that would be fantastic. I, no, you're that's invited. If we- that's a dream of mine. Are you kidding me? I mean, God, uh, yeah. I'm I will set you up in the band. Would love to go to Secret Stash. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, what? we'll set that up. Yeah, not I, only. I, you know what? I I know the manager. He, he'll <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> he's, right he's, on, man. He's a good guy. Uh, but- he's he's all right. He was kind of a dick. But what are you going to do? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, uh, no limit on autograph signings. Um, and I don't charge for my signature. I just can't. I can't rectify it in my mind that somebody would pay me to scribble my name on a book. So um, happy to do it. Um, if you're reading the comic, uh, you know, if you've already bought it, you've already bought my signature if you want it. So wow, that's uh, yeah. awesome. So this is, we're we're gonna use the shit out of you, Rich. That's uh... <laughs> yeah, and you're definitely invited to the stash because once we do that, it renders all our power. We're powerless against him. Correct. Yeah, right. once you're in, yeah, in once, once you're invited, invite me yeah. in, I'm in. You know, I'll just I'll just live there. I'll just like, move in the back. Fine, and, we'll get you a little coffin, some dirt from your native Tennessee. Yeah, man, you, you, we got this figured out, man. I think I'm I think I'm gonna put my house on the market and just live in the back room of the secret stash. Fantastic, well, cool with that. Yeah, I mean, I know much about vampire lore, so uh, we'll talk. Yeah, well, I learned that. I learned. I learned that from the Lost Boys. Of course, I didn't, yeah. ah, stupid boy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. I, I love the Lost Boys. One of my favorite movies. It does not hold up, but I too. Lo- I, well, I, how I, does it not hold up? There's so many things in there that just don't hold Mike, up. Mike, there's no TV here. Oh, you know geez. what that means? No MTV. Yes. You know what else? <laughs> this is a TV guide. They, there's still TV, TV guides. Guide. No, I, there are TV guides, but he had a TV guide. I, you don't have a TV, but you got a TV guide. Yeah, um, if I have a TV guide, I don't need a TV. I disagree, man. I, 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 I actually, it was Barnard Hughes. He was awesome. Yes. God, God rest his soul. He should have been a vampire. Yep. If he had oh. been a vampire, we could have enjoyed his movies for years to come. Now, absolutely. If, now, if a vampire is not, uh, it's un- you're unable to see a vampire, uh, his reflection in a mirror, that would mm-hmm. render all cameras obsolete. Correct. Uh, wait, nothing. Yeah, you know, they uh yeah, that's an, that's definitely an argument because, you know, the camera is essentially a complex mirror. Yeah. So, um there was I forget which one it was, but there was a book that explained that how they <laughs> could be photographed. Um I'm blanking on it right now, but but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's definitely an argument. So It's called the quick sketch. That, that's how you know I'm not a vampire because you're seeing me on exactly. a uh, And I fade in and out, so that's fine. I'm only half vampire. I'm like Blade. <laughs> Love Blade too. That's uh, that movie does not get the credit that it deserves. No, for, it's uh, it's the first Marvel movie. 
Yep, it is. It launched it all. And um, I pay a very special tribute to uh, the Blade film in issue one of Rise of Dracula. Oh, cool. Uh, which, again, will be in previews for October. So, yeah, I, I've tried to hide as many references to my favorite <laughs> horror movies of all time all through Cult of Dracula and Rise of Dracula. So, you know, like, for example, in issue three, uh, pay attention to all the cars because each one of the vehicles is a reference to um, uh, a different horror movie. Oh, um, nice! So, you got Christine in there, yeah. don't you? Oh, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, you got it. And um, you know, and the you know, near dark. Uh, there's oh, a reference to that in there. I was there. just so, about yeah. to ask you, being from the South, and <clears throat> as firmly South as you can get without actually, I don't know, yep. having having to legally marry your cousin. Um, right. Yeah. You are, I mean, near dark has to be near and dear. Yeah. Dude, I love near dark that like there, like there's kind of, you know, your pantheon of favorite vampire movies and near dark is definitely on it. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible. I love the performances out of it. Um, I love the, the story, mm-hmm. the, the way the film's made. I mean, it, it's, especially for its time, it was one of those very perfect lower budget films. Um, and it, it in a lot of ways still holds up today. Um, and just brilliant, brilliant film. Bill Paxton. Just two yeah. words. Bill Paxton. Yeah. So you it's all you know. need. And uh, Adrian yep. Pazdar. Well, uh, you yep. know, as with any good party, uh, you make it great by adding more people. So uh, we have uh, Jerry Carita here. Tom Jerry. Mom. Tom Mom. What's can, up, Tom? Tom Mom uh, can either okay. unmute. I don't know if Tom's camera's working, but uh, let's. Uh, no, let's, it's not. <laughs> let's let's pretend he's he has no idea how to work a fucking camera. Yeah. What? Oh, oh there he is. Tom Mom, everybody. We got Look Blue Juice. We got we got I'm legend Jerry Carita. I know about cameras. Yeah, what's up, guys? Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Good morning, Tom. Tom I I hear you lost a lot of money last night. Actually, quite the opposite, my friend. Uh, although we did stay up until really late. Oh, that's both Jerry and I. Uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> four. Oh, Jerry, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Jerry's showing you that he won back his wedding ring, which he oh, lost. Okay. Around. He lost it too. I got it, I got it tattooed on, so I couldn't lose it. Oh, good for you, <laughs> smart man. That's smart. My wife's initials right there. Wow. Or, or the legendary British um, Special Air Services. So congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Yes. If you be either one, it works either way. Yeah. Thank you. Legendary. Yep. I uh, I love that. I, uh, we're doing good. I love that. Rich like brought us all together. It's kind yes. of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I get to be kind of a linchpin here. That's awesome. We do. Yeah, man. We 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 um we met last year while working on a Netflix series that hasn't been announced. Yeah, Net- Netflix brought us all together. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, um, but I'm cooler than Netflix. So. Yeah, Jerry, you're coming to your Comic Con too. <laughs> Are you stopping by? I, I am. I'm actually, yeah. I, um, I there's a there's a bunch of stuff. There's a lot of like stuff going on. Everyone on the screen right now. There's a lot of like we, you know, like things you guys might. Not, I don't know how much of it you know about, but um, two things. One, Richard and I are working together on the development of Cult of Dracula into a TV series. Um, that's something I'm I'm helping to kind of pitch around, and um, a ta- I I. I I'm sort of like a cousin now to the Blue Juice family. Um, Redhead, we 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 whatever. We're just talking about cousins, me and Rich. So yeah, yeah. so like you're you're married to Tom. To backyard at Blue Juice house. So, um, yeah, and so I'm working with Tom on publishing comics too. So I'm going to be at Comic Con with Tom working at the Blue Juice booth. 
getting waters for Richard when he's there doing signings. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and bring me like five different temperatures, and I'll tell you which, which one I like at that moment. Okay. And also, he's going to need to footstool. Yeah, no, yeah, only only green ones actually. Oh, okay. pay attention there. <laughs> yeah, please wear a, a padded shirt, you know, on the back, so when Rich puts his feet up on your back, it's comfortable for him. <laughs> yes, we called we call Jerry the Ottoman. He's yes. the Ottoman that uh, for Richard's feet. Not not because I of the empire. Cool what, what, kind of, what, what kind of con is this? It's it's a fun con. Yeah, this is Comic Con After Dark, I guess. Yeah, I want to I want to defend something, Mike. I want to defend something, Mike. We did oh. not almost get kicked out of New York Comic Con. That's true. You didn't get kicked out. Although we I'm, we don't have the time to tell the story right now, Tom. Oh, uh, this is that's this a is big teaser. This that's is tease. why people have to you know subscribe to our Patreon content. Because you get those great things. Uh, or you can corner Tom Mom and ask him the story. And he's got, but. You know what? If you come to the Blue Juice Comics booth, which is number? 2243. 2243, folks. Go there and uh, ask Tom the story. And he will sit you down in a nice big group. We'll, it'll do a semicircle. Uh, and everybody on mats. Tom, yeah, Tom's going to have there. story time. Story time with Tom Mom. I um these story eight, time with Tom. These are uh, the eight page uh, Ashcan preview. Uh, do you know how many you're printing? Uh, uh, I'm not not sure on that yet. Oh, I didn't know who that was. Too. Go ahead. Yeah, which one? <laughs> yeah, which one? Oh, oh, both, yeah, actually, couple. both 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 of them. Yeah, I um I just I, want to give I a. Know, I don't know if you know this, but Richard's kind of a big deal. He's got mm. all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, we do know that. Why we have you yeah. guys on, I have no clue. But except Tom, you were looking up like that. Which is kind of funny because you look like Mike Brady on the Brady Bunch. You're like, what? Oh, what yeah. What's Richard saying? What, what's going on? Is <laughs> Is he actually in a room above you? Can I grab, can I grab yeah. Mike's nipples? Grab yeah, Mike's yeah, nipples. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's his. That's his. That's his, that's his crotch, Tom. That's his crotch. But okay. Oh, if you confuse the crotch with a nipple, that's problematic. Well, <laughs> yeah, somebody failed. No, no freshman health. No comment. No, no, mind, right? no. <laughs> so anyway, boys. I um, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if there was a, a number. I was trying to give a a, a sense of urgency to anybody coming to the cons. Like, there oh, there, twelve. There's only going to be yeah, like twelve. <laughs> like eight page previews. <laughs> we can only afford. We can only afford twelve. You know, Source Press. You know, they ain't made of money. Yeah, so we're going to do. We're we're probably going to do maybe five thousand. I just talked to the printer yesterday, um, and we're getting a quote for three, four, or five thousand. Um, Why don't you do so three, no, it's not, not three, that limited. four, or five hundred? Yeah, we may go limited. We get, we, you know, but we want Rich to stay there the whole weekend and hang out with us. Uh, so I, you know, I we want enough that. copies to do that. Um, and also, the other cool thing is, I talked to the printer yesterday. And uh, when we had a creative meeting with Rich and Jerry and the artist, um, Alex Reigold, the other day, w um, Richard had a great idea to print on uh, newspaper print. So old comics oh, on newspaper nice. print. So yeah. I'm getting a quote from the printer on that to see um, if we can do it. He sent me some samples, some pictures of it, which I haven't sent to you guys yet. And it looks awesome. Cool. Yeah, I think it just lends so much to this type of story and what you guys are wanting to do with the attic. Um, you know, just have it on that old, uh, you know, like you're you're pulling something out of the 70s. And, you know, and so, yeah, I'm, I hope we get to do that. That'll be super rad. 
awesome. Me too. <laughs> I, I love it. I Yeah, I hope you get to come, man. Uh, I know hopefully it's tough. for one day, but tough. yeah, we'll we'll find out. I'll see if I can switch my schedule around for at least one day. That would be very well, you, cool. You, you know, there's always a home at our booth. You know, our I booth always do. Becomes, thank uh, you. Base camp for people. Yeah, base camp. Yeah, yeah. base camp. And now for we're people. like right across from Marvel. We're like right around the corner from Marvel. We're actually sandwiched in between Marvel and Source Point Press this time around. Nice. Oh Good. wow! So I just gotta like move next door when I come to sign for you guys yeah we should get a cardboard cut out of you so you could literally stare at yourself when you're at source point and then you can <laughs> you know so we could swap it that's the second time in the last 24 hours somebody has made a cardboard standy joke so <laughs> i think the universe is telling us we have to make that happen or that my jokes are derivative of something else could be yeah but the universe always tells us that. a standy of myself will be kind of cool so um you know <laughs> yeah it can go it can attend all the weddings you don't want to go to Exactly, you know, and do all the podcasts I don't want to do. I like just like record one. something. And, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to take any credit. I love you know comic book men bringing all of us together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So, boys, we got to talk comics now because I have to open the store in a very few minutes. So. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. Did we miss anything? Yeah, we didn't miss anything, did we? I think we we yeah we got pretty much covered everything, you know. So so you coming down here for uh, VIP tour, Tom? While you're here, you'll come down and see it, Jerry. You're always invited, but you never seem to make your way down to Red Bank, which is fine, I guess. So is Jerry frozen? Yeah, Jerry's frozen. Like in for a second, I'm back. He keeps like he's back leapfrogging all over the place. Jerry frozen. Jerry's. (laughs) Max head 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 headroom. Yeah, Jerry, you oh, and, uh, great reference. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, you and your apple pies are always welcome here, for sure. I don't know uh, if that's a so sexual thing, but sure. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but I get well. I mean, I I will see you guys up there for sure. And uh, yeah, we'll try to drag Mike up. <laughs> like, yeah, if he can free himself. Um, right on. But uh, um, look out for some great stuff coming up. Uh, pick up Cult of Dracula and then the trade paperback yeah. Halloween week. Halloween weekend, That's yes, or Halloween yeah. week, the the week leading yeah, yeah. up to Halloween. So yes, Cult of Dracula. Get yours today. Awesome, thank you or guys. In two months, jeez, great scene. I know. I, put, yeah. I mean, I saw Tom two, two weeks ago. But, of course uh, you did, because you're <laughs> like living in his basement. I, I if you only, were. if only. It's, it's Florida. We don't have basements. That's true. Yeah, living, the, living on a slab. The, the pool, like the pool house. He's got a little pool house. No, there's... Yeah, the, well, the, Ming is the pool boy. He's the, the pool boy. boy. Yeah. They don't have in-ground pools there either, Ming. It's, they're all above ground. Mm. They're right next <laughs> to the engine <laughs> block hanging from a, uh, that's, hanging from a that, tree. That's Walt Flanger you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. Um, are you, uh, Rich, are you, are you on social media? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, you can find me um, on on Facebook and Instagram. It's at Cult of Dracula Comic. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Cult Comic. Uh, I'm never on Twitter because Twitter scares me. Um, but uh, but yeah, if you if you interact with Facebook or Instagram, it's probably going to be me responding. Um, if not, it'll be somebody from the art team. Uh, but yeah, we got a great community on both uh, Facebook and Instagram. So just find us, Cult of Dracula Comic, and um, you know pick up the book and support your local comic book stores. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Beautiful. you, Rich. Thank you. Tom, Mom, Jerry. 
Uh, nice welcome surprises. Yes, <laughs> very nice to see you both. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since uh, we've we've sat down around this table. <laughs> well, you know, weirdly, in a Brady Bunch way. Gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you yeah. know, October after the con. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're definitely potting in person. So for sure. Yeah, for sure. I might be up there actually uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, actually, I might be up there next Friday, uh, as early as next Friday. Cool. For something Jerry's working on. Oh, awesome. so and. <laughs> And Mike, you owe me some audio. I do owe you audio for for a, an audio book that uh, we're are we at liberty to say? Uh, yeah, you you already talked about. It. We've already talked about it before. Actually, you were the first one to record for it, and now you're the last one I need pickups from. So <laughs> Sorry. it's like you're bookending the whole thing. I know. I've got to get uh, I've got to get Chris to to help me out, and he's moving this week. I will hopefully get it by this weekend. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got a mic in front of your hand right now. I know. Now. Yeah. Like, I could do it right now, but now. I really just, don't just feel like it. Just spit some rhymes into that mic, dude. Yo, 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 Tom. <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> take out the the garbage disposal is all backed up. <laughs> I don't. Know. What What is that? I don't, I don't know. know. I have no yeah. Idea. Does, does his wife Jen have an accent? No, not. Yeah, she sounds like Fran Drescher. <laughs> oh, God. We're just talking about Donna Dixon, and you know why not talk about Fran Drescher from oh, Doctor Detroit? Uh, for God's sakes, uh, why wouldn't we? Um, thank you guys so much. Yes, boys. Thank uh, you will, so we much. We will talk to you guys soon. <laughs> All right, love you guys. See you later. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Rich. Um. Oh, well, that was a nice surprise. Oh, that's great. I don't know how that devolved into Fran Drescher, but, uh, um, or evolved. I'm not I really know. sure. No, devolved, actually. Uh, what are you reading this week, <laughs> Mike? Right, we were talking about comic books. Uh, I misquoted myself. I was like, this is the only comic that mattered this week. Uh, I meant to say this is the only comic that mattered to me this week. Uh, Batman 89, my friends. Yes, this is. It is here. The one, the only, something we've been waiting for for thir- 20, 32 Do years. Do the math. 32 years, the ladies and gentlemen. Um, just <laughs> uh, written by Sam, Sam Ham. Sam Ham. Sam Ham, which the screenwriter yes. of, Bat, of the 89 Batman. <laughs> I mean, you can't get more authentic than that. No, this is some fly-by-night no. writer. Like, hey, I got an idea. No, he's probably he probably pulled out all of his old notes for the stuff that he wanted to do with the the new Batman. So Yeah, and this or was great. Batman um, 89, we, the new we, Batman. See, a, I, I may call a friend of the family. This focus on the 89 version of Harvey Dent played by... Billy D. Williams. Who is on... Comic book yeah, man. Which is which is pretty awesome. And uh, this expands on his, not backstory, but just... Uh, it, his story. His story. Because we only saw him for like seven seconds. Like literally seven seconds, yeah. And he I says, think, I'm working on it. Didn't that was Billy his work. D. when he was here, was like, oh man, I wish they would have like expanded on... on yeah. On... On Harvey Dent. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, then I would have had work. It was a lean couple of years. Did he say that? No, but I mean, that's (laughs) what he meant. Yeah, and finally we get to his behind the scenes uh, conniving. Yeah. Back, back, uh, not back. No, he's, he's, um, he's a chess player. He's trying to put all the pieces into he's, play in Gotham. Gr- yes, and he is. That's what he's doing. Yeah, against each other, and uh, you know, Gotham's still in chaos with uh, you know uh, people, cosplayers, I guess. Yeah, that's what he calls dressed them. up. Yeah, um, dressed up as Joker, and you know, trying to pit either take down the Batman or use Batman as a pawn against uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, and uh, we see Barbara Gordon, we like do. the '89 version of Barbara Gordon, of yeah. Bar- which we never saw. We did not. Yeah, um, 
I mean, like you, this was, is. Oh, by the way, spoilers alert. Um, in case Ming forgot to tell you, is that a spoiler that Barbara Gordon's in? Isn't it? Yeah, it is. I guess. It, I mean, but it spoils the fact that Barbara I, Gordon's I in there. I feel that's a selling point for sure. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I won't spoil the relationships or anything, but this. I mean, the only thing missing was Prince, which I just like played on Spotify just, as I read. This. Yeah, that's what you should do, or do it in your head. Yeah. Um, so this Drown is a mini series. This is a uh, one of six, which like I want this to run forever. To be honest, it might with you. depending on how well it does. Batman sixty six was only supposed to be like a, I believe it was a six six issue series, but it went on for I think like thirty two issues. But I just love the the, the typeface. Like it's it's amazing. It's it's it's, it's, it's from the eighties. This is eighty. This is eighty nine. This is eighty nine time capsule right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I think. Uh, I, in a month or two, we get Superman 78. Superman 78, yes. <laughs> awesome. It's fantastic. It's a great time to be a comic book collector. Yeah, it is. Uh, but that, I mean, I, I'm. if you're not picking this up. Yeah. yeah. You're an idiot. I, well, let's not go that far. Just okay. You, know, you got no taste. but This yeah. is my honorable mention for tonight okay. or today. Uh, Dead Legends 2 by James Maddox and our friend Gavin Smith. Yes. Uh, kudos to him. He's going to be doing Star Trek The Mirror Wars. Um, put out by IDW in the not too distant future. This is pretty much uh, Game of Death, uh, and it, this is the ultimate of Bruce Lee movies. Um, you and I have talked about Dead Legends, yeah. two before. Uh, we've even talked about Dead Legends one. Yes. So this is um, this is pretty fantastic. And uh, I, one thing I love about Gavin's art is he's very kinetic. Uh, it's, his yeah, it's di- dynamic. Flows. To yes. the to the max. Dynamic. I, f- I feel like I'm from the '80s wow, now. You but are yeah. from this. You've fallen back into that. Yeah, but like, I, I mean, Kevin's even made us look like we can kick ass, though. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. He once drew me as a Shaolin monk, like in the Bruce Lee, yes. like the flying, the flying kick pose. Yes. It was. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. What, oh, you have an actual book here. This What's is this, uh, this is uh, something that came out this week that I'm very excited about. I'm I'm not even halfway through it. It's uh, Harold Schechter and Eric Powell's Did You Hear What Eddie Gone Done? This is... Um, Ed Gein, the, the serial killer? Yeah. Wow, Eddie Gein. Okay. Yeah, this is... Um, I, I like saying it Gein because it pisses Brian Johnson off. Right. Um, this is... No, that That's absurd, Mike. That is that's ab- absurd. Oh, t- you and your charades, Ming. <laughs> That's absurd. Clear your schedule for a, a stern talking to. Yes. Uh, this is coming out from Albatross Funny Books. It's, this is um, here. From the moment his unspeakable crimes were discovered in November of 1957, the story of the Wisconsin ghoul, Ed Gein, gripped the world's imagination with mythic power. Immortalized in the forms of Psycho's Norman Bates, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Leatherface, and the Silence of the Lambs' Buffalo Bill, the mild-mannered, seemingly harmless farmer from the uh, from the tiny town of Plainfield was more monstrously deranged than any of his make-believe avatars. So, wait, is there are there is this a book? Are there pictures? This is, is a comic book. This is a graphic novel. That's awesome. About his oh this wow, was pains- okay. it says painstakingly researched. And illustrated. So this is um, this is this Harold is non- nonfiction. And Ed uh, and Eric Powell's true crime graphic novel vividly captures the various worlds Gein inhabited. Wow. 
the grim gothic home that proved a breeding ground for madness, the heartland village whose inhabitants couldn't have imagined the monster in their midst, and most shocking of all, the grotesque inner realm of Gein's psychotic fantasy life. So is this in the vein of uh, my friend, Do- uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer one? Yes. Uh, actually, this is much, much... More uh, factual? More or... factual, yeah. Okay. Wow, okay. When they use the the words painstakingly researched. researched. Okay. Yeah. So. Right on. What are, you got more books here? Uh, I do, but they're okay. uh, you got to open the store. I do have to okay. open the store. Uh, That's a d- a defenders? Shout out to Defenders Number One. Uh, turns out Doctor Strange is getting the band back together. <laughs> Infinite Frontier Number Four of Six. Um, you'll see the um, the multiverse's finest. It's um, Thomas Wayne Batman from Flashpoint and Calvin Ellis Superman from Earth Twenty Three wow, okay. team up together <laughs> Say to no more. Mike. It's pretty badass. So Say no more. Cool. Uh, you got any plugs? Anything coming up? Uh, what have I got coming up? We got um, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up. We're having a signing here at the store uh, <laughs> September fifth. No way for for um, we're we're having what the hell was that um, for Kevin's book signing. The, oh, the the, the, the coffee table book. Yes, the coffee table book, I, which talk- you can actually see I, over there. Um, we did talk can, about this. We talk about the. Oh uh, shoot! <clears throat> I wish I had the cover here. Um, it's not out yet. You can pre you can pre order on Amazon, and um, you can you can pre order it through us by buying a ticket. Kevin will sign it, and we're gonna have like a meet and greet. Okay, have those opened up yet, or just wait? I wait. don't know. We're, okay, keep your eyes open for Kevin to announce. Okay, um, I I flipped the we have a preview copy here at the store. It yes. is. Amazing. It I'm is not fantastic. even like no BS. I, I'm not just saying that because I yes. I contributed to it, but um, it is. I mean, I've picked. I have. We have several coffee table books. Yes, they're, they're great. This one is beyond. It's it's, it's amazing. This is if a fantastic you like book. Kevin in any capacity, you need this book. I'm not yes, even. This I'm, is this is pretty much like an autobiography in in a way. But it's crazy. It's there, there are like these crazy weird like these inserts and like everything. There I think like Kevin's report cards are in there. Back in the day they did um like the Avengers the Vault. They they where they had repro- uh, recreations reproductions of um like original sketches yeah. by some people. Marvel the Vault, DC the Vault, uh Justice League the Vault. You you could pull this stuff out and recreations of like foam cards and a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. But this is uh it's amazing. It's, it's really amazing. It really is. Same it, same concept. It really is. And I mean for the price is totally worth it. So. Yeah, it's $65 um I believe the event is um, going to be seventy-five, so that's still oh, really? a so, hell of a value because <laughs> you're going to get a picture with Kevin, right? And, you're and gonna an get autograph. To see people. And so yeah, for another ten bucks yeah. more. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's it doesn't make sense not to do it. That's cool. September third, you said. September fifth. Fifth. Okay. Two days yes. after Shang Chi comes out. But, yes. Uh, um, and then this weekend, big day, <laughs> uh, August fourteenth, Mike. Free comic book day. Yes, it is. Like, that's right. I'm you're like, like, huh? What, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yes, free comic get book down day. Here. So yeah, we're we're uh, next year's free comic book day is going to be a lot more elaborate. Elaborate, but um, you know we're just getting up and and our feet under us. Yes. Um, we will be fully stocked. Come down, hang out, uh, talk comics right. with some of the comic book men. Right. Buy a comic. Buy buy a comic yeah, if you want. A, yeah. Get a free comic. Buy a comic. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, cool. Buy a comic for a kid. Awesome. Uh, this weekend I'll be in Shreveport, Louisiana for GeekedCon. Uh, me, Alice Cooper, Murr, Rectal Jokers, nice. Sam Jones from Flash Gordon. Nice. 
bunch of other people. Uh, Jason Mewes, unfortunately, had to bow out. He's well, busy. Yeah, he's got I stuff guess. to do. <laughs> I guess. Shrug. Wow. Uh, next week, I'll be at Astronomicon. Uh, Astronomicon. Uh, uh, Mike Zabzik is, uh, is an alumni of that convention. I am. Uh, now in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Fantastic con, by the way. Um, that one, Jason Mewes will be at. Yes. <laughs> he's not shooting that weekend. Um, I will be moderating his panel. And then the weekend after that, I'll be at 3D Comics and Decepticon 3 in Buffalo slash Tonawanda, New York. I'll be with our friends from Pressing Matters. Yes. LLC, the, our the beloved Tucci's. sponsor, uh, Darren and Amy Tucci. And Scott Hoverman will be up there. And uh, I never thought I'd say this, but uh, there I, I'll be up there with Mike Grell, the legendary yes, Mike Yes, the Grell. legendary Mike Grell. Yes. Very cool, man. We're both bourbon connoisseurs. So, Good uh, deal. It should be a, a wild weekend. So that's why You'll I got be smoking up. cigars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we will be smoking cigars. All right, I'll so. give you a couple to bring up to Mike. For sure. So um, thank you, Rich. Thank you, Tom Mom. Thank you, Jerry Carita. Thank, thank you, you, gentlemen. Uh, Jason Mews, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Mike Sapsic. Thank uh, you, Ming Chen. And there you go. Transaction comes with sweet satisfaction as I